Hey, hey, what's going on, Sedano, LZ, and Kevin? There is a whole hell of a lot to discuss. But before we get into any of that stuff, okay, because mm-hmm. we got Andre Drummond in town. There's, uh, you know, He's ready to roll, as he told Mason in Ireland. We got UCLA and USC making history. We got the Dodgers Ooh. looking incredible. But before we get to any of that, gentlemen. Yes, sir. G- Greg Bergman is going to be a free man. What do you what? mean? He's been fired? No, 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 no. no oh, no. oh. I mean at, at home. And oh. I don't mean that because he doesn't love uh, his family. Did they but, break up his girlfriend? Did they break no, no, up? No, 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 oh. no. But Bergman, explain how you're going to be a free man here. And he's uh, not there. Well, he's so free, he can't be bothered to talk to her. I mean, for the love of God, this kid. We start, we were telling him we were going to start the show. With his life. Yes. When he, do we ne- ever care about Greg's life? Never. 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 Never really. That is a great point. See, Laura, this is why we talk to you more. I mean, <laughs> I can't help it. I try. I try to help him, guys. I try. Sometimes I he just says stuff, though, in pre-show meetings, and we're like, okay, you know what? Let's, let's dive deep into that before yeah. we go into the lead story of Drummond over the weekend and the Lakers and what it means. You're so interesting and bizarre at the same time. Let's start with you. Yeah. But then he bails. Well, he's he's texting in our text chat. Don't go to me. Don't got to me. Having issues. Nobody's talking to me. I'm here. <laughs> Hello, Greg. Wow. Hello, Greg. Are you wow. there? Is this thing on? Hello. Don't got to me. I'm having issues. Well, duh. Nobody's talking to me. Well, duh. I'm here. Oh, for the. Are love you there? Of God. He's not. No, he's uh, not. Right. right so, I know that. Yes. All right. So now we got a new one. We got a new update. My Comrex is messed up. Comrex, uh-huh. for those people that don't know, is the unit we use to connect to mm. the studio. Yeah, so we can all broadcast at home. Should we right. give him the same grief he gives us when we have <laughs> yeah. problems with our Comrexes? Yeah. Oh, you should. Go ahead. Tell him what hey, he Greg, does to you. Tell hey, the audience. Hey, hey, Greg, have you tried turning it off and turning it back on yet? All right. Let me get at him. There you go. Yeah. Uh, or, he, or how about this one? We told you over the weekend that you were supposed to reset your equipment. I mean, did he reset? Did you reset, Greg? <laughs> did he do what he needed to huh? do? Huh? How's that shoe fitting on that side of the Comrex, buddy? Huh? You like that? Oh, my huh? God. Oh, this is great. Yeah. Why don't you check your headphones? Are your headphones plugged in? Yeah. Maybe they're not the, plugged in. But, but, it, he has never told you that your headphones are he's, not plugged in. He's berated me in ways you don't even understand. Yeah. Well, I do understand that he didn't apologize to you for like, tw- you know, it felt like a whole you know, three hours that when one day. called you a liar. Show, so yeah. Liar. They did call you a liar. Actually. Called me yes. a liar. Not yeah. cool. Not yeah. cool yeah. at all. Because they yeah. use my name in their propaganda, but I'm the liar. Okay. Right, right. That is true. But God, I wonder, because Greg says he can hear us, but we can't hear him. So this is actually interesting. So now he can hear what he sounds like to you guys. Oh, that is awesome. That I know is why. Awesome. Okay, you well, guys, are, he's not connected. Because there's no women in the house. And you know, if things got to get done... There has to be a woman in the house. So that was the whole thing. He was going to tell us how how the ladies of the house have left him alone. Like he's got, he's chilling at the house for the Mm -hmm. next couple days by himself. Mm -hmm. He can't even get on the damn show without the ladies in the house. Sweet Jesus, man. You're that dude that Cardi B was rapping about in Up. I mean, good it's true, Lord, though, man. Greg. It's true. Guys are stupid. I mean, listen, ladies out there, you guys are going to agree, and I have to admit it. Guys are generally dumb. Like, for yes. example, yes. recently I had a situation happen in my house where my shower would not turn off. The actual nozzle broke Oh, off. I remember this happened on the air. So, right. So here's what happens. I go back to try and figure it out. I'm like in a state of panic. Oh, my God. What am I going to do? I'm not mad enough to handle this. I need tools. I don't have tools. I don't know how to use tools. What do I do? I call my girlfriend. Help me. Rachel, please help me. I don't know what to do. And then she calmed me down and told me what to do, figured it out. I was like, yeah, I'm a man. But I really wasn't a man. It's just that she was there to advise. And now Bergman apparently doesn't have that. Well, you know what? As as much as I love women, uh, I'm sorry. But as long as there's the Gorilla Glue girl, I would never believe that men are just inherently dumber. Damn, you're right. <laughs> you know I'm right, Laura. You know I'm right, Laura. You're right. I get okay. it. No, you know, I, I'm not. Yep, you're right. You're right. She had, so, yep. So at, at least there's a tie. At least there's a tie. Damn right. it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, she, she grabbed your entire gender with two hands and right. just pulled you all the way down by putting Gorilla Glue in her hair.
<laughs> there was that. There was that. Uh, so anyway, good Lord. Um, so we'll try to figure out Greg. Maybe right. Greg will join us. Maybe Greg won't join us. Who the hell knows? We know that with the ladies not in the house, he thought he was on easy street, and it looks mm. like uh, the street got a little bumpy, like they're doing some construction on the street. Um, meanwhile, speaking mm-hmm. of construction, the Lakers, LZ Granderson, are still constructing their roster, and they did it by adding the best rebounder in the sport. You finally got the big man that you wanted. Are you satisfied? Listen, I've been a GM all my life. The dudes just don't listen to me. I put together the Clippers. I told them they needed Rondo. They didn't want to listen. And then what happened? They went and did what I done told them to do. Right. The Lakers, right out the gate, I was like, y'all need a big man. I even mentioned Andre's name. Right. You finally got to him. I don't want to cut. I don't need credit because we all know I said what I said and you finally did what you did. And I am happy. I am satisfied, George. I do believe not only are we primed to repeat, but I double dog dare any listener to call in and name a better front court in the history of this game. That's right. Not just right now. Not just for this generation. Can you name a better, more complete front court? than what we have right now. Can someone come up with something, please? Because I just want to say out loud. Well, you like, can come up with it, because I told you an hour ago that's how it felt. So if you haven't come right. up with nothing within an hour, that means there isn't one for you, buddy. No, you need true. somebody else. It's true. <laughs> right. But here's the thing. I need Right, this is where I need my girlfriend again. I'm like, yo, LZ got this whole outrageous thing he's saying. I need help. But Panicking. it's not outrageous, because you spent an hour trying to debunk it, and you haven't done it yet. So is it outrageous, or are well, you just incapable of debunking it? Two things. Incapable of debunking, A. And, right. B, and B, think it's outrageous and outlandish for this reason. Okay, because, I, but, I got one. But, but if I you can't one. debunk it, then why are you calling it outrageous? Okay, I, I'm looking for debunking only because okay. they haven't played together. Can, can, can you? How about this one? Yes. Now, the top two are way up here, okay? Yep. And then the third one is a good player. A good, good player. player. Good player. Okay? Like Andre Drummond is a good actually, player. Actually, really, I, was, I actually put him really good. He's a really good player. Okay, so how yeah. about this? And I, you know, I know Laker fans want to hear this because you know the, the rival for many, many years. How about the Spurs of Tim Duncan, David Robinson, and Sean Elliott? Ah, that's Sean Elliott. Ooh, that is there too ah. much of a drop off with the Sean Elliott? Uh, so by the time Tim Duncan joined David Robinson, David Robinson's back was out, and he was already not the admiral. He was like a sailor at that point. <laughs> so I mean, if, if there was no, a way, no, 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 not those first years. If there was a way, yes, because that's the reason why they got Duncan's because David Robinson back went out. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. So <laughs> D- Rob, Duncan was drafted in '97, right? So his first season would be what that '97, '98 year, right? Right. I mean, yo, David Robinson still had 21 and a half points a game that year. No, no, no. David Robinson was a le- legit player. Right, and I'm not saying that. I'm saying where where I think the real drop off is for you is the Sean Elliott. Sean Elliott, right? The Sean Elliott. That's a huge drop off, man. If I'm he was really good play, for I'm his day, though. What's that? What, what'd you I, say? I say if I'm gonna call him Clay, I'm gonna call him Clay. Listen, I love what's going on here. We're trying to figure this out and debunk it. LZ is saying that this front court that the Lakers now have, because of the addition of Drummond, is the greatest front court in the history of the NBA. Yeah. I have yet to come up with an answer for who's better. Bird, Mikhail, Carrish. Parrish? You really want Bird trying to guard LeBron James? No, I mean, I you didn't really, know, but how really, are we doing? You no, really, no, wait, you wait, really wait, want wait. Kevin McHale no, I'm not, to try I'm and not, guard okay, Anthony Davis? So are we having them guard these people? Like, that's different. It's, 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 well, I mean, of, of course, when I say that, it's not about what they've accomplished because, to Cap's point, they haven't even played together. No, 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 but, no, no. But, no. But, I, I'm talking referring... about in terms of... When I look at them and I think about a head-to-head matchup, is this going to be a battle? And I look and I just go, and I thought that that front court that the Celtics had through the 80s and into the early 90s was amazing. Amazing. I stole so many post moves from Kevin McHale. It's not even crazy. It's not even funny. But when I look at what AD, LeBron, and Andre Drummond are, and particularly the skills of those first two, it's just, I mean, the game is different, so I don't like to compare like that, but I really can't think of a front court that would be better. 
Yeah, I, I mean, listen, I, I wasn't comparing them uh, on accomplishments because to your point, right, that, that group won several titles together. But um, what I'm saying is just like taking them each as individual players is what I'm referring to and just kind of compare their careers. Like, you know, Bird is not LeBron, but he's probably – he's clearly the closest one in that group, right? Um, is, you know, Mikhail um, is not a – or is not a D. Um, but, you know, he's, he's a Hall of Famer, and Parrish right. is a Hall of Famer. I would right. say Parrish, even though Andre Drummond is – you know, it's a different era and all that stuff. I would say Parrish was a better player at, in that era than Andre Drummond is in this era. I would agree with that. Yeah. So I, I, I'm I just I agree like I, you know, but I'm with you. I, I you know you've stumped me when I'm having to go to just two. Like you've stumped me. Like I I, I do think you're on to something, and I'd like to see what this looks like because I I'll say this, I think Cap in the interim, this is a necessity because yes, when we left on Friday, we said, and and I think we all still believe this that the Lakers are going to drop in the standings. Now they won two games this past weekend against Cleveland and Orlando, but those teams are awful. Um, and those are the games you have to win. Like, you've mm-hmm. got to beat the bad teams. Yep. Now, it look. It was dicey last night. Very it was, close. Right? It was dicey. Yeah, Orlando <laughs> came right back in that game, and it was a one possession. Oh, Otto Porter could have tied the game. Right. So, right. But my thing is this. Andre Drummond in the interim right now helps you, and that is a good thing for the Big Lakers. Big time. They needed more bodies number one they needed more size number two they needed a premier player at his position they got him they got a lot better because they got Drummond but how much can he do as an individual to help them until LeBron and AD get back are they all of a sudden a team that's going to win three more games because he's here five more games or are they still going to be a team that is going to be you'll have to excuse me everybody mediocre until LeBron and AD get back. How much will Drummond help? Oh, I think he helps some. Um, look, I, I, I'd like to see, and I don't know when he's going to be available, right? It'll still be a couple days is my guess. But I, I'd like to see what he does defensively on the perimeter, right? Like, I haven't, I'm not going to sit here and act like I've seen a ton of Cleveland games this year. And he hasn't played since February 12th. So it's been a long time. I've seen... Four Cleveland games this year, he played in two of them. In those two, he looked good. You know what I mean? But I wasn't sitting there focusing on what he can do on defense because he's a great rebounder, but he's not a shot blocker, LZ. And, you know, he is athletic, um, but is he athletic enough to be able to handle the pick and roll against some of these crazy West teams that have got, like, really shifty guards? You mean, like, when Cleveland was going toe-to-toe against LeBron and the, and the Lakers when they were in Cleveland? And he didn't have any problem handling the pick and roll against the Lakers. And I think he destroyed us for 20 and 20 in the process. Maybe he was auditioning. Maybe he wasn't. I don't know. But it sure looked good at the time. I'm confident. I, I'm not one to do hyperbole. I don't play radio. That's not really something that interests me. So if I'm going to say I believe this is the greatest of all time, I put a lot of thought into it. If Andre Drummond wasn't at his peak, then I probably wouldn't have said that. But he's 27. Yeah. <laughs> like he's young. Yeah. Anthony Davis is well. We know what that is, and LeBron James has decided he he's not really trying to hear Uncle Time, Uncle Tom, Father Time right now. So even though he's not the LeBron James of like 2012, which I think may have been his at least statistical peak, if not athletic peak, he's still obviously the best small forward in the game. At worst, so so I'm sitting here and I'm like going, I legitimately cannot think of, and I got know a lot of people have said something about like Cooper and Kareem and Worthy. You have to remember, by the time Worthy joined the Lakers, where Kareem was at that point. You know, I'm not saying Kareem, you know, 1979 Kareem. <laughs> you know, so this moment in time with this Lakers front court, and this doesn't guarantee they'll win a championship, because again, I stress front court. We know about the backcourt, and we know there are some dynamic backcourts that are waiting for us in the postseason. But as far as the frontcourt, you can't outsmall us, and you can't outbig us. So you're going to have to win trying to attack our frontcourt, our backcourt, because that frontcourt is airtight. All right. Let's get into, on the other side, how they stack up with the Nets, who added uh, LaMarcus Aldridge on the other side. And it feels like we're kind of headed towards this battle between these two teams. Bring Plus – 
History was made in college hoops here in the city of L.A. with UCLA and USC advancing. This portion of the show is presented by Alignment Health Plan, changing healthcare one person at a time. So we'll get to that in about three minutes. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Time to find out the Money Madness School of the Day. LZ, pick a shot. A three-pointer mid-range or a dunk? Oh, mid-range, baby. Stroke is pure. Let's see it. All right, there you go. You heard it. The Houston Cougars School of the Day. Make sure you're listening in the 5 o'clock hour. Let's give away some money. What do you say? Sounds good to me. This contest is brought to you by Harris Resort SoCal. Are you game for a getaway? Plan your fast break at Funner at HarrisSoCal.com. All right, so down to LZ and Cap with you here on 710 ESPN. So we were talking about uh, Andre Drummond to the Lakers. And all right. LaMarcus Aldridge does go to the Nets, though, before we get to UCLA and USC and all that stuff. Um, and it was crazy fun to watch, particularly the UCLA game was insane. But we'll get to that in a second. But, LZ, uh, look, LaMarcus Aldridge to me is a guy who never really defended very well, even in his prime, and now at 35, mm-hmm. on a team that I think has shown us glimpses of being able to defend in quote-unquote big games – that I I just don't feel like that's what that team needed to be honest with you and I don't know how much he can actually help them like I get him wanting to go to the team in the east that's going to be the favorite I just don't know if I'm the Nets if that makes sense and I don't know if it helps them really against the Lakers I mean is Andre Drummond gonna help stop AD or Andre Drummond I mean well listen LaMarcus Aldridge um you know, it has been a nice player and has had a good career. And at times, he's been very good. But to me, he's never been excellent. And that's to your point about his defense. If you're a footer and you're playing like 30-some minutes, I'm going to need you to do more than what I've been seeing. <laughs> Especially the era when you first started, right. which was still predicated on big men. Right. And you were never really that dude on the defensive side of your ball. So to your point, George, I really feel as if the Nets got him not to help their team, but to make sure the Lakers didn't get him. Well, and that is so interesting because on Friday, the reports were that Aldridge was likely headed to Miami, as you guys might recall, which meant that Drummond, there was still going to be this competition between the Nets and the Lakers. The Nets getting Aldridge in advance really didn't leave Drummond as many choices as he might have had. And it turned out to be a perfect recruiting job by LeBron and AD, which, by the way, now brings me to one other question, which is, what are we going to call everybody here? You got LeBron and AD. AD's Anthony Davis. What about Drummond? AD. AD. Just Dre. Just Dre. Okay, we'll go with just Dre. So it's very interesting the way it all fell to the Lakers. And I saw him on Instagram today. heard him a little bit on Mason Ireland. Sounds like a really excited young guy to get here and help this team win. But... Just going to say this as I rant and rave. You ready? It, it, they got to get LeBron and AD back healthy so we yes. can see if this worked out because why we love this deal so much more than Aldridge's, the, the, the need that it fulfills for the Lakers. Did you get all that? Yeah, absolutely. I was letting LZ go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was letting you go, George. Oh, no, it's, it's I think you guys are just letting all that brilliance marinate. Is yeah, no, there was that too, for sure. I don't I think there's think that. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, about it. That. But I, I do feel like, you know, look, I agree with you. And, you know, L, uh, to LZ's credit, you know, I know you don't like to uh, toot your own horn, LZ, so I, I'll, I I'll, I'll toot it. I do not. I, I'll be doing the tooting. Um, you, we were on the air, okay, the night the free agency happened, and you were less than thrilled by the results because you felt that this particular need uh, was not fulfilled. And I think now we're at a position where it's fulfilled. But to Cap's point – I need to see what this looks like with all of them on the floor. I think it can work harmoniously, but I, I think that, look, until you actually see it, you know, we don't know. But I, I feel like you could put LeBron with almost anybody, and it's probably going to work. Yeah, yeah, that's the reason why I'm not worried. 
if this was a situation where Drummond was going to a team with suspect point guard play, yeah. then I'd be a little concerned. Right. But this is this is LeBron. Yeah. And keep in mind, we don't need Dre to play 30 minutes. No. We just no. need to make sure that we don't get taken advantage of when we do face a quality big man. That's right. what we needed. We, we may need him to play 30 minutes at least right now, but not right, when right. AD but, but, comes but, back. Right, right, right. Because our money lineup is AD at the five. That's right. the one no one can play with. Correct. But, but Jokic, is, you know, can be a problem. You know, keeping Rudy Gobert off the glass can be an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it, it's always good. We don't know what's Portland doing right now, and I'm not quite sure they know what they're doing. But in the yeah. meantime, it's just always good to make sure that if you need to put some wood on somebody, you got some lumber. Yeah. And now we got yeah. some lumber. Getting I like Andre that. Drummond, though, is like this. When, when the Lakers didn't have AD, but they did have LeBron, they were coming out for the second half of the season. They were winning games because LeBron was enough to carry the team. Now, if you didn't have AD, but you had Drummond and you had a healthy LeBron, I think you're right back into championship contention talk. If you get AD and you get LeBron both back and healthy, and now you've yes. added this big body, now you're, and George, you said this earlier, now it looks like you're headed for a collision course against Brooklyn, which is what we all want to see. Yeah, I, I do think that's it. LZ, have you reprised your, uh, do you still believe Milwaukee is the team that comes out of the East? Not anymore, um, because of the way that Brooklyn has really reloaded. You know, there's no breathers really. Um, Blake's not what he was, but he still is a handful. You know, he's thick, he's active down in the blocks. He can dribble a little bit. He can play make a little bit. So even if two of the big three were to sit down, he can still be a handful. Yeah, so and no, Harden I don't. Has been incredible. I think and so. Harden has been really, really good. So I'm, I'm no longer uh, thinking that Milwaukee going to have enough or that Giannis is going to have enough because they really shored up their front court and who knows maybe they got you know LaMarcus to try to keep you know I don't know I'm I'm I'm, I'm stretching because I don't know why they got LaMarcus but it's well, got to be some reason maybe yeah, it's they, to think they think they can use him against Giannis a little bit I don't know yeah, I, I think they, they got LaMarcus because they didn't – LaMarcus probably – I think LaMarcus would have been a better fit on a team that plays better defense, right? Like Milwaukee, yeah. Boston, or Miami. Right. Like those teams are good defensive teams. And it might have been just for that, right? And by the way, LaMarcus also showed interest in them. He want, he was like, I got a ring. Can I put it on your finger? And they were like, sure. <laughs> You know, that, that's I find it. Brooklyn yeah. to be very what they've done this year, and, and it's it's why people were down on Durant years ago when he went originally to Golden State. Yeah. This this feeling of Durant is part of building super teams, and of course we know LeBron was part of it even before that. But I, just as a fan, find what New Jer- what Brooklyn has done this year to be very annoying. Seemingly, like anybody who becomes available, they jump on him and get him. Wow, is, sort again, of like Tom Brady down with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But oh, Lord. I do recall you saying something like, all Tom Brady has to do is call and guys want to show and play with him because he's a great Tom Brady. Uh-huh. I think that was the conversation in January. You did do that. Well, that's mm-hmm. what LeBron did. Le- LeBron, that's exactly what LeBron did here. He Le- called Andre Drummond and said, hey, dog, do you want to – he said it just like that, by the way. He said, do you want to win a championship? Do you want to come play with greatness? Do you want to come play in a great city? Do you want to come be part of something huge? Um, yeah, I do, LeBron. Well, get your bags and let's go, dog. That's that's the deal. But, well, and, but, and I but, think but – But the point was you thought you were turned off by the Brooklyn Nets, but you haven't said anything about my example of you being turned on by the Timothy Buccaneers. Well, yeah, yeah I don't right. see the comparison. Well, you wouldn't. Yeah, they they got Tom Brady. Tom Brady bought Rob Rob Gronkowski, and the the rest is history. Mo, my point is, why are you bothered when Tom Brady does the Brooklyn Nets, but you're not bothered when he does the Buccaneers? I guess because I feel like you know this is another Durant moment where he's been going out and recruiting and getting everybody he wants. And I guess by the same token, it's because AD and LeBron are hurt. And I've thought all along that the Lakers are going to win another championship. And until they got Drummond and until they get these guys healthy, uh, Brooklyn poses real threats. I guess that's why. Okay. Fair enough. Um, or I just made that up, just so you know, Elzer. It really feels like the latter, but I'm just yeah. going to let it yeah, slide. Just, I, may okay. just made I mean, it hey, listen, as long as you admit it, like reason. I think that's golden. Like, you know, you know, hey, just do you, bro. You know, um, hey, real quick, 
So I was watching that UCLA game. Okay, mm-hmm. I watched both mm-hmm. games, but I, obviously the UCLA game was way more interesting. Well, and the SC game was on when the Laker game was on. Correct, but the it was you know just second screen, a little iPad action. I got it. Um, but the the UCLA game. I was sitting there because it was so nip and tuck because they were coming back and forth and it is just like, you know, somebody would take a lead and, you know, the, the UCLA would jump out to like double digits and then here came, uh, you know, they came roaring back and I was just like, man, this is just insane, right? So Alabama's playing, you know, insane in the second half. They're coming out furious and I'm like, we're down to the last, whatever it was, you know, possession. There's like five seconds on the clock. I'm like, yo, UCLA's got this. Like, it's a three-point lead. You know, only some crazy-ish can bust them up right now. And, of course, the crazy-ish happened. And their best player had just fouled out. Well, arguably. I mean, you could say it's Hakez or Juzang, whichever one. Uh, either way, arguably. I thought they were toast at that point. Because, LZ, how many times have you seen this? Where, you know, forget about college. In the NBA or anywhere where you play basketball. Where... Yeah. This crazy miracle shot happens, right? And then the team that was on their way to victory is now not only just deflated, but in this case, they lost their arguably their best player to foul trouble, and they got to fend off this surging team with momentum for another five minutes. And boy, did they handle that really well because they, they took control right away. It, it is interesting, guys, because, you know, as you were saying, George, Usually in basketball, you can kind of fear that happening. Um, not so much in football. The, the dynamics of the game is different. But in, but in basketball, when some crazy-ish happens at the end that forces overtime, typically whoever has that momentum of causing the crazy-ish goes on to win the game. That the team that had the lead squander the lead and they go in with that hangover. But that was not the case, to your point. Um I don't, I, I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated by the potential matchup, but I don't think it's fair to UCLA. You're saying against Michigan? No, against SC. Okay. Oh, you're well, saying comparing hope. the two schools. Compar- oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's runs. fair. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I don't think it would be fair. I don't think it would be fair because people won't care about the backstory, about how incredible it is for UCLA to be in the Elite Eight and that they're the lower seed. And that they probably may not even should be here. Right. No one's going to oh, care right. if these two teams end up facing each other in the Final Four. No one's going to care. Yeah, I mean, this is a UCLA team, to your point, LZ, that, remember, and let's all go back to the beginning of this thing, the great UCLA program, not necessarily the last three, four, five years, but the great UCLA program had to scratch and claw its way into the tournament and face Michigan State just to play their way in. Right. After playing their way in as an 11 seed now, they knock off the number six seed BYU. They get a fortunate break because Abilene Christian had knocked off number three Texas. And now they go through Alabama, which was the number one scoring team in the country. And I thought, you talk about the end of that game, George. Back to our interview with Coach Cronin last week, he talked about toughness, getting tougher. Yeah. And, and, and that, to me, not just physical toughness, mental toughness, uh, is why you're able to lose the momentum at the end of regulation only to storm back in overtime. And now, guys, what we got to hope for is this. UCLA tomorrow knocks off Michigan, and USC knocks off number one and undefeated Gonzaga, and USC-UCLA in the Final Four would be incredible. And just by the way, since the tournament's on right now, Oregon State and Houston playing, it's got me all twisted. This year's tournament with games Saturday, Sunday, and then today, Monday, Tuesday, I'm all confused. I'm right, going to tell let, you, I'm, I'm not confused. Why? Because I'm rooting for Michigan. Wow. I'm rooting for Michigan. You're rooting for Juwan or you're rooting for Michigan? I'm rooting for Juwan. I need a Fab Five to win a championship, dog. <laughs> I need one member of the Fab Five Uh-oh. to win an NCAA tournament, baby. <laughs> All right, dude. If you're Juwan Howard, you should be having the entire Fab Five right now in photographs, and you should be recruiting going, who's next? I mean, what an opportunity for Michigan. All right, let, let's talk about that in the 5 o'clock hour. Greg is booing us on text because he can't connect uh, to the oh, studio. No, he's booing course. me because I'm rooting for, you, for I, Michigan to beat UCLA. No, I know, I know, I know. He, <laughs> he, he, but he, he's trying to weigh in. Uh, we've got our game coming up next. Mike Trudell at 440. We've got overrated, underrated, properly rated in three minutes. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. All right, so we don't have producer Greg because producer Greg is having technical difficulties and can't connect. On the day after UCLA made it to the Elite Eight as an 11 seed. And uh, on top of the fact that he's in our show meeting, he said we were going to start the show talking about him and his newfound freedom, or at least you know, freedom that he'll have for a few days, and he can't even vocalize it. He is he's trapped in his yeah. own... Uh, you know, in, in his own box of emotions, right, I feel like. Right, and, and, and remember, there was also today, uh, there was an article today in the LA Times that this Dodger team might be yeah. the greatest baseball team in the history of baseball. Right. So you got and everything that this kid yeah. loves, and he can't yes. get on the air and talk right. about it. And, it, it. and the longer it goes on, the more painful it will be for him. So yeah. we should kind of keep this going. Yeah, we should. Actually, Laura, even if he can connect, just act like he right. can't connect. Right. Yeah. Uh, but Laura will take care of the overrated, underrated, properly rated game. Laura, what do you got? I like my job, guys. By the way, Trudell is going to join us in about seven or eight minutes. Right. But go ahead. All right. On this day in 1969, Marvin Gaye was number one in the UK singles chart with I Heard It Through the Grapevine. In 1977, Hall of Oats were number one on the US singles chart with Rich Girl. And in 2000, Santana was number one in the UK album chart with Supernatural. Marvin mm. Gaye, Hall of Oats, or Santana? Wow. Yeah. We're going to start with you, George. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go uh, overrated Hall of Oats. Uh, I love Hall of Oats, but not compared to the other two. Somebody's got to be overrated, unfortunately. And I'm sorry, Hall of Oats, uh, particularly, um, you know. Daryl Hall that- or John Oates? Which one do you want to apologize to? <sighs> well, both. But uh, which is the one with the mustache? Uh, John Oates, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, John Oates. Yeah, I mean, that mustache was glorious. You know, like, just unbelievable. Um, it's very 80s, but he's going to have to – they're going to have to be overrated on this one. I'm going to say Marvin Gaye, properly rated, and I'm going to say Santana is underrated in this situation. Ooh. LZ, you want to take this, or would you like me to jump in here? I want you to go ahead. Okay, this is very hard. These, these are always hard, because whoever you say is overrated, you have to feel like you've got to defend the fact that they're overrated, when in reality, it's just because you don't want to put somebody else's overrated. So here it goes. Um, Hall & Oates, underrated. Santana, properly rated. And I'm sorry, just like you had to apologize, George. Marvin Gaye, overrated amongst this group, because I love Hall & Oates more. Mm. She's gone, oh, 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 why? You heard it. <laughs> LZ, that's so- good. I feel like that drop might be as good, and I mean by good, bad, as uh, Greg's on to the next one, on to the next one. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty up there. Yeah. I, I love you, Cap. I love how you took the group that imitated the R&B and made them underrated, but took the guy who's like the king of R&B and made him overrated. Oh, I that's, know. It's a no win. No, no, no. There was a win. You chose to lose. So anyway. <laughs> um Overrated, it's Hall and Oaks. Yeah. I'm going to say that Santana's properly rated. Okay. And that, that was hard because I think you mean just the album, right? Supernatural, right? Yes. Not, yes. not his career. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so the album Supernatural is properly rated. No one's calling it the greatest of all time, but damn, it was good. Yeah. It was good, man. Very, very good. I mean, and not just the ones that were singles. I mean, they got some cuts on that thing. I used to listen to that thing religiously. Mm-hmm. And then Marvin Gaye. Of course, he's underrated because Cap had the nerves to say that he was overrated. So clearly, we know he's underrated because Cap still haven't figured out where Marvin Gaye really fits in this whole lexicon of, it just of music. Really com- right. It just comes down to I'm more of a Hall & Oates fan. I love Hall & Oates. Still you know what? Day. You're out of touch. You're out of time. How about so that? Out of time. Next. Yeah. Laura, go Next. ahead. All right. So Lindsay Lohan is back on the news. She's dropping a new single via NFT. Wait, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> she... Lindsay Lohan sings? Yeah, you didn't know that? She's been no. singing, dog. No, I, didn't singing. Know. I had no idea. She started as a singer. I mean, not know that. you know, she <laughs> no has idea. a career, but... The, I thought know. she was just an actress, but go ahead. A no, she's a, she's a Disney person. Mm-hmm. No, I know she was a child actress. I remember that, but go ahead. So is this move by Lindsay to get back into the public eye over, under, or properly rated? Mm, who goes? Uh, let's go with LZ first. Um, 
how many clothes does she have on? <laughs> is she is she giving us WAP or is she giving us like stop? Like what? Where is she in terms of article of clothing? We want WAP. Just by the way, I'm like, gonna go with WAP. I mean, well, if she's whopping, then she's gonna be a success. Yeah, but if she's like you know trying to look like a you know matured take me seriously singer. Um, I don't know if folks going to rock with her like that. But if she wants to, like, you know, <laughs> get it in, I think there'll be room for her. <laughs> By the way, why is she releasing a song as an NFT? Why doesn't she release a song as a song? What What's the deal with the token that she's releasing? Can Can, can I oh, get yeah, the info NFT. on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't get it exactly. Like, I know we've talked about NBA Top Shot and or is it shop shop or shot and and we've talked about bitcoin and we've talked about cryptocurrency and blockchain technology but we haven't talked about someone who i didn't know was a singer releasing a single on an nft i need more info uh you need more info so you yeah, can't I'm look a, it up yeah I'm you, look it up. but you can't make a rating you can't say overrated completely or overrated completely overrated. okay i mean that's fair okay. Um, I, I don't know her as a singer, so I, I'm going to have to go, you know, I, I'm going to have to go overrated, too, just because I'm not even familiar with her work as a can singer. We, can we get some of her jams, Laura? So the, Yeah, can the, we do that for, like, coming up here in the next the, hour or the so? The gentleman can, can uh, you know. You got some jams? Sure. Okay, I fair enough. I for the listeners. Uh, <laughs> ooh, you, you think she's over? What do you think, Laura? Overrated, sure. Okay. Oh, yeah, overrated. definitely. Yeah. That's totally. why I said she needed to take some clothes off. Okay. Uh, all right. That is overrated, underrated, properly rated. Coming up next, Mike Trudell is going to stop by. AD did some on-the-court work before the game yesterday. And, of course, we got to ask uh, Mike if he's into cauliflower pizza, uh, raisinets. What else? Oh, you, does spinach have bad marketing? And what else did we do? Does he, uh, does he think that this front court now of the Lakers is the greatest of all time? No, of course we'll get to that. But I'm talking about what, if, what other food thing did we do on Friday? Oh, there was oh, other food things. Candy corn. Is candy corn. Oh, those are so good. Oh. Yeah, yeah, we got. We'll, we'll get to all that stuff with Trudell, the important stuff, and then we'll talk AD and Andre Drummond with him too. All right, he's going to join us in two minutes. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing, and creative legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Sedano, LZ and Cap with you here. No thirst trapping today. Just uh, just a normal day. I'm not you know, I'm not wearing a turtleneck. It's actually really hot outside, so there's no reason to it's wear a turtleneck. So it was very nice. I actually saw Mike Trudell uh, yesterday uh, and Did his you? lovely family uh, as uh, I was out on the beach uh, yesterday, and, and Mike and his family joined us for a little while, stopped by to say hello. It was good to see you, Mike Trudell, in the flesh, although I have seen you a few times at Staples Center when I've had games. So. Yeah. But it was nice to see you. Yeah, now, we have, sure. we, ha- we have a, a couple of questions for you before we get into uh, well, hold Andre. On, George, hold on, hold on, hold on. We, can, we, can we just correct morale? So if Thirst Trap is just a fact, that was, that's not a diss or a compliment. That's what the that's what the the mock the turtleneck was. It was just it was a factual thirst trap, mm-hmm. right? That wasn't right. an insult. Right. It was. It was not yeah. an insult. Nor did I take it as one. I actually was. No. Uh, I, I was right. blushing as I heard you say it on you know yeah. on replay. Exactly. It's only an insult if you exactly. try to trap and no one shows up. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly, Elsie. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> that's right, Elsie. Before we get to uh, Drummond and AD working out before the game yesterday, so we've got you know important issues here as. We always do. So, always. cauliflower pizza, are you in or are you out? Yeah, I've had it uh, at Fresh Brothers, and it was better than expected. Okay. I, it's one of those things where it just depends on what your goal is, okay? Like, obviously, it's not going to taste as good, but it can. It, it's close enough to still get the satisfaction of having a pizza. So, as, a, as a, uh, an idea, I am pro-cauliflower pizza. But I'm generally gonna. I'm generally not gonna order it unless I'm on a particular health kick. Yeah, don't order it, dude. Buy it frozen. That's the key. The key is it's a snack at home, and it's crunchy, kind of like a cracker, and it's really, really satisfying. You yeah. hold it, you get the feeling, the sensation of eating pizza. You're just eating cauliflower crust. It's good. 
That's how I had it. Yeah, and I didn't taste uh, much of the much of the difference, to be honest with you. So I'll be honest with you. I only do yeah. it in case of a dare. I've never been at the house and said, "Ooh, <laughs> let me get <laughs> me a cauliflower pizza." No, no, no. <laughs> Typically, that and that buffalo shrimp, buffalo chicken thing they try to do. Usually, that is because I'm in a room full of vegans and I'm just trying to fit in. But I'm not at the house. Gotcha. Trying to get some cauliflower bread. Okay. Now here's the next question, <laughs> Mike Trudell. Raisinets, are you in or are you out? Out. Yeah. Out. Just just eat a real candy. If you want candy, <laughs> have, have, a, have real candy. There you go. What about trail mix? Does trail mix count as a real candy or is trail mix no. also out? That's not a candy. No, that's not a candy. No, the, no the good, Scott, the good, the good news about trail mix is that you can have it as a snack without feeling like you're having, you know, the, the sugar full content of a candy. So that's right, a different but, category. But the trail mix has peanuts, it has almonds, it has M&Ms, and raisins. Yeah, and I'm not saying raisinets taste bad. I'm just saying that if I'm going to have chocolate, like, I'd rather have you know, some legit chocolate, 100 grand or a Milky Way or a Butterfinger, something like that. Is good. There you go. Yeah, and by the way, Kaplan, you called it. LZ, correct me if I'm wrong here, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and – he, you called it the, the the your go-to candy whenever you would go to a movie theater. I yeah, feel like that's yeah, just, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It seems weird to you guys, but for me it yes. seems natural. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, LZ, did we have any other uh, pressing uh, conversations for Trudell before we get to basketball? <laughs> I don't think we had any food questions. Um, oh, oh sure spinach. That, sure, spinach. Oh, there we go. Spinach. Spinach. Does spinach suffer from bad PR? I may need more information about this. I can give you just a generic spinach take if you want. But yes, I don't think yes, give me your spinach take. Give us your spinach take. Give us your spinach take. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's 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 perfectly fine in a salad. I, I often like a little spinach, kind of romaine mix. So that's cool. Um, it's a nice additive for a smoothie. I typically like to go um, with an acai packet. Uh, then some, you know, throw some spinach in there. It's not going to make it taste better, but it's going to make me feel much more healthy. So I do. I, it's a good mix for the smoothie. And then, you know, put some peanut butter in there, uh, a couple ice cubes, and uh, half a banana, something like that. Yeah, okay. A little protein yeah. powder in there too, a little vanilla protein powder, maybe. What do you think? Yeah, I dig that. You know, depending depending on your goals, Cap. You know that it's. Uh, but yeah, protein powder. I don't have any at the moment. Um, I'm not trying to bulk up. But your protein is, is. We're learning. It's it's more important than than we uh, than we thought. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of I'm, I'm with you on that. In there we go. Food like takes it. with Mike Trudell. All right. Yeah. So, A.D., uh, I saw you on your Instagram, and I believe you may have posted on Twitter as well. A.D. kind of getting in some work. What do we know about his work before the game yesterday? Honestly, not much. Uh, right. It was he was he's basically just shooting uh, and, you know, doing some agility work, like the, a little bit of ball handling. But it wasn't so much an update. It's just like, hey, here's video of what he's doing. Uh, and he has has he ramped up from last week? Sure, but there's nothing imminent. So I'd say it's kind of a non-update update, but it, it's good to see him on the court at least, right? Draining a few jumpers, but it you know it looks like we're still a bit away here. Do we see any movement? I know he's he's been taking jumpers for a minute, but are we seeing him do things like try to spin, push off aggressively, anything like that? You know, I so I only watched about five ten minutes of it, but the the information that they gave us LZ is kind of is is typical to or similar to what I just said a, a moment ago. So I, it doesn't look like he's up to explosive movements or anything like that. It looks like just this is just kind of the steady progression of him on the court. So um, yeah, I, I couldn't I couldn't speak to that though from what I saw yesterday. Hey Mike, a, a second away from AD for a moment here before we get to Drummond. At the end of the game last night, Wesley Matthews was down, and you know the TV broadcast kind of went to you guys in the post game. I didn't get to see any report. What, what's the deal? Is there anything on Wesley Matthews? And so it looked to me that he stepped on the foot of the official and just mm-hmm. tweaked the ankle a little bit. And so I, there wasn't an update. There wasn't actually practice today. Uh, they just had the German press conference, so there's nothing from – Frank Vogel, we'll find out tomorrow if there's anything. But it didn't look, Cap, like something that was serious. It didn't seem like it was a, a major concern. Hopefully, he just kind of tweaked the ankle and he's okay. But we'll, favorite, see, we'll see tomorrow. My favorite part, Trudell, about it was not that, but in the post game, Robert Ori just chastising the official in the post game with Geeter and James Worthy. Come on, man. No, what, what are you trying to do? You're, you're going to spot up for a jumper? What the hell are you doing on the court? And he's right. Like, the official – what was the yeah, official right. doing on the floor? He's supposed to be on the baseline. 
or on the sideline. Well, it's hard to argue. Yeah, it's hard to argue with Big Shot on that occasion. Um, I I don't have much to add to it, George. It sounds like he it sounds like he handled the Good business Lord. for uh, for everybody right. there. So what did, did Drummond say? Anything interesting? I mean, I, we love the fit. Um, what 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 stood out to you in his press conference today? Yeah, so the most important element of this, it's a little bit like when LeBron James came to the Lakers and he just came as a free agent. He, he came, now it's not free as in you have to pay his salary, but he came without you having to give anything up. And that comes again here in the case of Drummond, where if you were at the trade deadline and thought, hey, uh, would you like to give up, especially being a hard cap team, would you like to give up like three or four of your rotation players to get somebody? Or would you like just like to have perhaps the best rebounder in the game come and join you without giving anything up so so you're winning right from the start what i thought was interesting about the presser is that drummond took a very very clear and simple team approach to all of the questions hey just here to win uh, i here to do whatever coach wants here to defend here to rebound right you, you didn't hear hey i can't wait to i'm, I'm looking I'm really looking forward to expanding my post game you know here and and really looking forward to you know, hitting a certain point threshold. So I think that he's coming here, and this is after having conversations with probably LeBron James and Anthony Davis. He's coming here to win. And, George, as you know from, uh, from your time and covering LeBron directly in Miami, his presence on the roster, I think, ensures that you get that. And we saw it last year with Dwight Howard, for example, right? So that, to me, was really encouraging what he said, the way that he's coming in here to play a very specific role and, and the things he's going to focus on, I think was a very good to hear today. He tweeted three words, posting them on Instagram as well, back to work, but he hasn't been on a court in over a month. I know that he says he could play today, but what are the Lakers plans in terms of introducing him to the court? Yeah, you're right. LZ. So I think February 12th, maybe that was the last game that he actually played until this new trend, which I'm not a huge fan of. We're seeing now happen to, to Al Horford in Oklahoma City where healthy guys are just not playing because teams want to focus on development. It's just uh, the concept is a little bit tough to, uh, for me to, to wrap my mind around thinking about competition and sports and all that. But I digress. I, we don't know. And, and so Frank Vogel, asked, I asked him this last night directly. He said, we, we don't know. We have to talk to Drummond. We have to talk to the training staff. Uh, Drummond was asked today. He had the same thing to say. So in theory, right, he would get a full practice in with the squad tomorrow. Uh, they, it's a rare practice day, guys. I, I literally can't remember the last time they practiced. I think it was, uh, I think it was two weeks ago. And in theory, if that goes well, is there a possibility that he plays in the game? Sure, but uh, that's that's just it's not something they know enough about because LZ, as you as you know so well, there is nothing that you can do working out wise to replicate exactly. full court NBA action. <laughs> yeah. You just, you I just didn't, can't. It's just a different. I, it's a different thing. I didn't expect him back really until AD came back. To be honest with you, I expected him. Like yes, I, 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 I feel like that. it's. I feel like it's going to take like a week to two weeks. You know. So here's the thing. He has been working out though. He is 27 years old, and it's not like he's coming back from an injury, uh, right? So his so his body seems to be feeling good, and that's that's the first part. So can you, ramping up conditioning that is one thing, but. I don't know. I, he, he, to me, is one of those athletic specimen types where you feel a little bit better about just putting him into game action than you would a, a guy that's sort of injury-prone and is, is, has nicks and knacks and maybe coming off an injury, maybe come on, coming off the surgery. None of that is the case, but this is all speculation. And I, I would just say this, though. If he were for sure going to play on Wednesday, then they would have just answered the question, oh, yeah, he's ready to go. He's going to play. And so since right. we're still waiting to hear that, uh, it's it's obviously a possibility that he isn't ready to go yet on Wednesday, and and then we'll see. Hey, Mike, I'm curious. Did you did he say anything? Did Drummond say anything today? He said that in terms of, I've worked out, I've lost weight, I'm in good shape, I'm ready to go. Okay, fine. But did he happen to mention where he was, who he was with? Because you got to assume he's not working out in the Cleveland Cavaliers facilities. Did he mention where with who? What got him into this kind of shape? Cap, you're, you're really looking to know some specific uh, some. I really am there. because I'm, I find I'm it interesting. Like if you, haven't, if you haven't played since February yeah. 12th, right, and you come out and you go, listen, I'm in great shape. I've lost a bunch of weight. I'm ready to go. Okay, can you just tell us a little bit about where you worked out, who you were with? Was it trainers? Was it other former players? <laughs> right. I'm very interested in stuff like that. Yeah, I, it's, and, and, I, and I agree. It is interesting. Uh, he did not discuss. He did say that he took one trip to Miami, or not to Miami, to Florida, um, so sorry, George. I, I just don't want to generalize all Florida into your city. I'm into Miami there. I, <laughs> he, he did go there. Otherwise, he was just he was just in Cleveland. 
Uh, so, uh, but my, my assumption was, uh, you know what, Scott, here's the thing. I guess I shouldn't even make an assumption because I don't know. But what we could, we could probably try to find that out more um, as we move forward in the next couple of days. But it's a fair question, right? Like, Look at that. So there you go. Scott Trudell yeah. will ask him next well, time. And maybe me, you, your family, my family, it. maybe we all go to the beach. We have a conversation about it. <laughs> I, I don't know if you're at beach level yet, Cap. Know, you know what I'm, I'm saying? Like you got this. Yeah. This takes time. You know. know what I mean? Like LZ got a picture. Sedano's did, did have a tent. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Couldn't, I couldn't partake in the pomegranate margaritas though because it was a game night. So that was. It like, was not pomegranate margaritas. It was pomegranate mimosas because we come prepared wow. as adults. Ooh, there you go. And, and you ain't playing in the game, Mike. You could have had a couple. <laughs> nah, man. You like I don't look. First of all, it's not, it's just not a good idea. And then Eve, look, I don't want the, the tiny chance that there could be a little red in the eyes or something. It's just not, it's not worth it. So <laughs> no, you don't no need drink. that. No, you don't need that in your life. Dude, you, you don't you need put the, You no. putting the light and lightweight. If that was going to happen, you have the one little, you know, little martini. Dude, but listen, yeah. quick, quick question for you, Mike. And I don't want you to say anything that's going to get you in trouble unless it's a really good drop for us, in which case, <laughs> say it away. Visual goal. Visual goal. Um... I believe that the combination of LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Andre Drummond is the best front court in the history of the NBA. Am I, and this is strictly based on paper, obviously, because they haven't played. Am I crazy? Actually, you know what? Don't answer that because I am crazy. Do you agree with me? I don't. So I don't think you're crazy. I, so first of all, LeBron James starts a lot of conversations right, just just right there. Okay, so this is a player that is now at worst considered top five. Right, most people have him top two. A lot of people would say he's one or two right there with Jordan. Um, you know, so th- so he, that's where you start. Anthony Davis has been an All Star since the end of the league. He's an All NBA first team performer last year. So he's been one of the five best players the last couple of years. So right there, you are you are already in territory. That is uncommon. Um, I looked this up a couple years ago, and now I, I'm, I'm forgetting what the exact number is, but I think there's only been maybe nine uh, pairs of teammates that have been on the All-NBA first team at the same time. You know, so it's Kobe Shaq a couple years. Um, Jordan yeah. Pippen, I think, did it once. Nash and Stoudemire did it once. So, so in, in terms of an actual front court, most people will probably take you to the 86 Celtics, I would think, right, uh, with, yeah. with Bird and McHale and Parrish. But so, so, you know, right there, who would you rather have, Bird and McHale or LeBron and AD? I'd probably rather have LeBron and AD, especially when right. AD's career is all wrapped up and he adds some more accolades. And then, you know, Robert Parrish is probably, is probably going to get the edge over Drummond, but is the edge between, you know, Bird and LeBron certainly goes in LeBron's favor. How much? What's the gap? So, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's got to be proven out, but the talent, uh, it's, it's fair for conversation, I think. All right, one, one word answer on the way out. Peeps, are you in or out? It's sugar, so in. Ah, oh, wow. you were doing so well, Mike Trudell, yeah. everyone's favorite sideline reporter. Favorite, you know, <laughs> it's too late. It's too yeah, late. You can't back out That's now. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I had right. to choose. Right. I had to choose. Make sure you check him out on Spectrum tonight, and of course every game night as well. Thank you, sir. Always appreciate it. All right, fellas, take care. See ya. All right, we are back in two and a half minutes.